This is your Financial Power Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisor. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is your Financial Power Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman. Well, good morning again. Welcome back to your Financial Power Hour. This is Jason Kreiderman, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Jason. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I'm excited about this one. And, and Jason, yes, I'm actually excited about a financial radio show. <laughs> I mean, uh, fathom that. Uh, but I've learned so much just these last few weeks on the show with you. And I know you have a great topic for us today as well. Uh, but I'm also excited to talk to you about uh, what you've been up to. You've been really busy and I know that um, I think you owe me like 20 bucks on the well, uh, Super don't, Bowl. I don't remember if we that... ever really shook on that, Tony. Um, <laughs> I think was, you were trying to do a behind-the-scenes deal on me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we get on for our show this morning, and Tony says, don't forget about that bet. You you owe me 20 bucks. Uh, Stafford, uh, you know, the old Detroit Lions boy, of course, goes out to L.A. And, and oh, what, yeah. a, what a game, what a showing. Uh, good for him. Yeah, it was great. And I guess next time I see you, I, I probably owe you twenty bucks. I <laughs> know. But I did I told I told some friends I thought the Rams by three and I was spot on. I couldn't believe it, but um I really enjoyed the game. Well, uh, you know, Tony, and, if if you're that good with, with bets and lines and that, if this radio gig doesn't work out, maybe Vegas. Yeah, right. I mean you ever no. think about Vegas? <laughs> I'm not a gambler at all, and I'm usually not spot on. Well, you were. So you were. Good I was. I was on this one, but um, yeah, I was rooting for Stafford. That's that's who I was. I was too. For. You know, especially from you know his history with the Lions and uh, what yeah. what a great guy. Just family. Just a great guy. Down to earth. Great family. Yep. Um, humble and very humble. You know, worked so darn hard. So many years in Detroit, and I think sometimes I think he, he got the wrong end of the stick when when ultimately now you look. You look where he goes to a different team and different management, different ownership, different coaching, different team around him. And and what a great opportunity. Just so happy for that guy. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm happy for him too because, wow, I've seen interviews and interviews with other players and everyone to a, to a fault says that nicest guy ever. Yeah, everybody and loves family him. family man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you just don't hear a lot of bad stuff about the guy so humble for a quarterback. I mean, nowadays you get a lot of ego, you know, oh, and yeah. a lot of celebrity in the NFL, which, you know, I mean, part of that's the fun. That's why we watch. But it is unique to see a guy uh, who's super humble like that. I think, you know, we're used to, uh, I think we're used to the Brady's and the Rogers where sure. it, there is a lot of ego and a lot of, uh, they think highly of themselves. And here's a humble guy. Of course, he, he had some humbling well, you, years you, in you Detroit. You take your first 10 or 12 years, whatever it was, in Detroit playing for a team like that, and, and you have nothing to do but be humble. I mean, it's, right. It's, yeah, that's uh, true. He, he didn't have a lot of help uh, getting his, his ego built. No. No, he didn't, but everybody knew he was a good quarterback. Yeah. And so, uh, and boy, the, the lines were always close. You know, it's so funny how many games that came down to, you know, 
within three. Yeah, within three. Right? And you just think about, you know, what is Stafford known for, at least being a Lions uh, fan, is what is Stafford known for? And it's it's the comebacks. It's the last two or three minutes of the game. It's pushing it down. And, and, and yep. boy, was last night in that Super Bowl, was that not exactly – was that not exactly what it what it was all about? Is Stafford the last few minutes of the game? He got your opportunity, and he was the comeback kid, which he did for so many years at Detroit. Yeah, yeah, he did. A comeback kid. I love it. Of course, he's not a kid anymore for the NFL. He's <laughs> no, he's getting up there. You know, and it's you yeah. Know, you, you see all these other quarterbacks retiring and then maybe coming back, and you just hope you know a guy like that. He. He probably could go out right now and say, "Look, I've I've been there. I've done. I'm. I just want to spend time now with my family and and everything else that he's going to. I'm sure be involved with. But who knows how long of a, a career this guy has now with a a different team around him? It's exciting. Yeah, he has a few. He is quite. I think he has quite a few years left if he wants. I him. hope so. And, and I think it's yeah. You hope so. But at the other side, it's like, hey, it'd be nice if one of these guys would go out on top. Well, they still have their health and they've won a Super Bowl. Uh, but the temptation is too strong. Oh, yeah. The desire. Mm-hmm. I'm sure after you've won a Super Bowl, you gotta you gotta keep going, right? I would think so. I mean, just the yeah. uh, the opportunities ahead of the guy now. As far as you know, <laughs> who, who knows? I mean, you, you you come to a team like that in your first year, you're you're writing you know you're writing your ticket now for endorsements and and contracts, yeah. and it's probably pretty hard just to just to shut it down. Yeah, it would be. Well, you know what? Uh, speaking of shutting it down. That's a nice segue into one of our main topics today, Social Security. (laughs) So there are a lot of myths uh, versus reality with Social Security out there. And the reason I know this, uh, Jason, is because I used to have, I used to believe some of these myths. Oh, sure. I think we all have. Yeah. Yeah. Until you set me straight. So let's talk about some. I mean, I always hear uh, that Social Security isn't going to be around so uh, that is that uh, a myth or reality? Well, I think that's a 100% myth, Tony. You know, over the years, we've heard that so many times. Well, the Social Security Trust Fund is going to run out of money by dot, dot, dot. And, and the most recent we heard, I think, was early in the thir- 2030 or something. So they say, well, Social Security Trust Fund is going to run out of money. And there is some truth to that, but ultimately the end the end question is, will Social Security checks stop if that trust fund runs out of money? And I really believe, truly, truly, Tony, I, I, I really believe the answer is no, that Social Security checks will always be there. I believe they're going to be start being funded from other sources. Uh, I think that's just going to happen where the government's going to come up sure. with alternate sources to, to put money back into the Social Security trust fund. I also believe that uh, we're going to see changes come in the form of higher taxation, maybe. Uh, yep. you know, ra- They're going to raise that Social Security tax. Yeah, I believe they are. And there's really two ways when people, a lot of people aren't aware, Tony, that you know Social Security is really taxed in two different formats. Number one is when you pay into Social Security from you and your employer, it's anywhere from six, six and a half or so, I think, percent each of your pay and your employer pays per week into into your social security, your future benefit. So it's basically a tax in and of it's itself. It's a hundred percent a tax. They're taxing your yeah. income. Not only do you pay some of that tax, your employer does as well. Uh, so it is a tax um, that both you and your employer have paid every single paycheck every year for your entire working career. And ultimately when social security comes out in the form of a retirement benefit or a paycheck, uh, it's going to be taxed again, potentially. And, you know, a lot of people aren't aware of this either is when you get into retirement and you start withdrawing your social security, it can be taxed at either 0% of it is taxable 
up to 50% could be taxable and all the way up to 85% could be taxable. So wow. again, Tony, I see an opportunity for the government. Why would they not increase that to a hundred percent of some people's social security could become taxable. So I drew, you know, back to that myth. I think it is a myth that social security is going to be gone. Uh, maybe the current ways of how they fund it and the current taxation, when you put money into social security and when you take money out, I believe there's changes coming there. These things will look different, but I truly, sure. truly believe with all my heart, social security in some form will always be there. Yeah. Well, they call it, that's why I think they call it the third rail of politics. No, no congressman, uh, the Congress isn't going to uh, allow social security to go away or become uh, depleted. Well, I think you're absolutely right, Tony. It's it's just not in their best interest either. Yeah, it isn't. Uh, They want to get reelected. So um, they'll make changes uh, to keep it solvent. And this has happened before. I remember when I was a kid back in the 80s, mm-hmm. I'm dating myself, but uh, I remember hearing my mom and dad talk about and seeing on the news, you know, Social Security isn't going to be solvent past like, I think it was 94. Right. Oh, well, we've heard it many and, a times over the and years. And then, so they passed a law, I think it was 1984 when they passed a law that raised the uh, full retirement age That's and right. also made some other changes that kept Social Security solvent. So the government's changed it since it started in, what, 1935? Correct, yep. I've heard they've made over 100 changes to the system Yeah, and I think since we'll, 1935. And we'll see a lot more of that. Um, you know, yeah. in 1935, 34, 35, when uh, President Roosevelt introduced Social Security, uh, he was asked by a reporter at a fireside chat, and, and please, Tony and none of our listeners, don't quote me on this because I wasn't there, but uh, he was asked by a, a reporter, will we ever be taxed on this retirement income, this retirement benefit. And he said, no, not within my lifetime. Well, what happened, Tony? We're taxed. We're Social taxed. Security. Yeah, it's, and that's another myth. I This is a big one that I felt strongly about. I felt, no, Social Security is a tax. They already, you know, I paid in. That's a tax. They're not going to tax me right. on it after I, I receive it. Uh, the benefit, they don't tax benefits uh, but that's not true, is that's it? That's not true. You're absolutely right, Tony. As a matter of fact, from 1934, 35, when Social Security was very first introduced, not one Social Security check or one Social Security dollar was taxed until the mid 80s, as you mentioned. So we think about that. That's 50 some years potentially of Social Security paychecks that that had never had a a dollar taxed. Yeah. In the mid 80s, then um, you're right. Social Security was struggling. They needed to find a way to help the Social Security Trust Fund last longer, so they started taxing up to 50% uh, of your of your Social Security paycheck. And then it's just a norm of maybe 10 or 12 years later in the mid-90s, they increased that tax again where they could then tax up to 85% of your Social Security income. So that's where we sit today. And uh, like I said earlier, Tony, I really see that at some point in time. I don't know why the government, I guess I just don't see what's stopping them from potentially taxing up to 100% of our Social Security at some point in time. Yeah, that's true. And that's what they've done to keep it solvent is raise how much they can tax it. Like you said, for 50 years, nothing. Then in about in the mid 80s, uh, they raised it that you could, uh, they could tax up to a 50%. Right. Then in the 90s, it moved up to 85 and to keep it solvent again, they'll probably bump it up and tax 100% of your Social Security income will be taxable. So uh, that's interesting. I also, um, some states actually tax your Social Security. 
but not many of them. And I'm trying to find the list. Uh, I know, I know as a fact, because it's my home state, uh, Minnesota taxes social security, which is why, and and I'm so mad at my state for doing that because it's why, uh, why do you think so many people live, leave Minnesota when they retire? (laughs) Because well, it's number one. It's the below zero temperatures that's in the winter. Reason, Tony, right that's, there. that's one. But the second biggest reason is mm-hmm. they don't want their Social Security taxed by the state. Yeah, and you're right. There's only a few states that do tax Social Security. And so that's also important to think about for retirees. If, if you plan to maybe move away from your state into another state when you do retire, is what are the taxes in that future state you might live in versus what are your taxes in your current state? Uh, so that could be a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. And I know I know Kansas is another one of the states. Um and I'm trying to think of the other. It's actually um I've got the list here. I found it. It's Colorado, Connecticut, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Rhode Island, Vermont, Utah, and West Virginia. Yeah, and that's really quite a list. Uh, we're very fortunate here in Michigan that as of today, yeah. as of today, they don't uh, have any Michigan yeah. income tax against our Social Security checks. But again, something for our listeners out there to, to be aware of, if you plan on retiring to another state, will that be your, your domiciled state? And will that be, uh, you know, your home state? How much of the of their your Social Security income will be taxed? As well as what is the state tax there? Uh, again, each state tax is, uh, you know, each state has a different amount of state tax. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and and each of those states tax it differently. Like they you say, there's do. different amounts. Mm-hmm. So uh, taxation and Social Security, two big topics. And I think this is where a lot of listeners need help with their plans uh, because they have to account for taxes uh, when they're thinking about how much they're going to need for retirement income. And so speaking of that, we do need to take a quick break. One thing that can help them with that is your book, uh, the book you've written. Uh, Talk a little bit before the break about your book and how our listeners can get a hold of that. So, yeah, thank you, Tony. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a very powerful, powerful book that Dad and I never thought 20 years ago when we became financial advisors that we would be uh, we'd be authors that you could, you could go to amazon.com and, and for 15 bucks, buy our book. Uh, but you can. And, uh, so that's pretty empowering for us as well as pretty empowering to be able to share this with all of our listeners today, all of our clients, all of our referrals. Uh, you know, you just talked about taxes. Well, that's chapter six, Tony, in our book. So we talk about taming the taxes, taming income taxes, taming taxes on social security. So, uh, what a great opportunity for our listeners today to just give us a call. You can go out to to Amazon.com and pay the 16 bucks. But um, Tony, tell them how they can get a copy complimentary on us today. Yeah, for sure. The book is Empower Your Retirement Plan. Prepare, uh, uh, Actually, Empower Your Retirement, and that's plan for the best, prepare for the worst. And all they have to do is give you a call and set up that complimentary no-cost, no-obligation consultation uh, you'll get them a copy of the book. And really, the first 10 callers that leave their name and info, uh, you'll send them a copy of the book as well. And that's 989-835-7203. So listeners, if you want a complimentary copy of the book, call 989-835-7203. And you can also check out the website. Go to greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And that's advisors with an ORS at the end. I know some people spell Mm -hmm. it (laughs) differently. So greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Get a copy of the book. And then again, empower your retirement. And we all do want to plan for the best, 
but prepare for the worst. So I, I think that's great. Now let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on some important things you need to know about Social Security and how you may be able to maximize your benefits here on your Financial Empower Hour with our host, Jason Kreiderman, right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Jason Kreiderman, and great show so far today, Jason. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about not only a, a number of Social Security myths, uh, myths versus reality when it comes to Social Security. And there's a lot more to know, uh, and it's such a big part of retirement income planning. And you cover that in your book. Uh, again, the book is Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. And our listeners can get it on Amazon. Uh, and we're also uh, the first 10 callers to call in uh, and leave their name and address. We'll send it out to you at 989-835-7203. And I think it's great that you're uh, giving away the book today for our listeners out there. Uh, but back to Social Security. Now, you have a Social Security maximization report that you can run for our listeners, uh, and you run it for your clients. Uh, what does that do? What does that tell us? So that's a pretty cool report, Tony. I'm glad you mentioned that. And you know, I'm glad you mentioned the book as well, Tony, because chapter six, and it, there's nine chapters in this book, and it's really super easy to read and understand, Tony. I know you've read it. Uh, you made quite a few comments yep. on different chapters and topics, and it's really just the last 20 years of life experiences that my dad and I have been so fortunate to have with a lot of the families we've met over the years. And we just wanted to put it put it down on paper and, and so other people can read it. And, and we've had listeners call us back and say, hey, thank you very much for sending me a complimentary copy of your book. You know, Jason, I was reading in chapter four and, and I swear you were reading about I was reading about myself. You were talking about me and my current financial position. Uh, so it is very enlightening and very empowering for families. Uh, but let's get back to that Social Security. Um, yeah. So chapter six in the book does talk about taming taxes and it talks a lot about Social Security. And we do have the opportunity to run. Uh, investors or families, social security maximization reports, which really takes every single current way that you could claim your social security at every age and every different way that you could claim it. And it, it runs the two opportunities really is what we like to show is if you took social security earliest, you could, how much money would that be over, over the next 20, 30 years of retirement? And then it'll show you the optimum. If you waited till the optimum time that let's say you're going to live to 90 years old, what is the best time and method that you should choose to take Social Security to maximize the amount of income out over your lifetime? So it's a pretty, pretty extensive, exhaustive uh, software that we can run on, on helping families determine when should I take my social security? When is the best opportunity and time for me? Because everybody's time is different. Some people say, well, it's either 62 or 66, uh, but it could be 63 in six months. It, it, it really could be is. 65 <clears throat> in four months. Uh, it, it really varies and everybody has a sweet spot, but it's based on your individual uh, situation and information that you input and I guess I've heard this thing does uh, twenty thousand different calculations. It's amazing. Yeah, it's software. amazing, Tony. You're right, and and you know I th- I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, that it's different for everybody. And here's the number one response that my team and I have received when we put together these social security maximization reports. The number one response we hear is, "Wow, I didn't know I had that many choices. 
I didn't know there was that big of a difference in the amount of income my family could receive. And I always follow up with, well, what were you comparing that to? And Tony, I'm never amazed. It just, I always hear time and time again, well, my brother or my sister or my neighbor or so-and-so told me this is when I should collect social security and here's why. And, and it comes from probably, probably very, very candid advice from those people. But did they have an opportunity to really show you, as Tony mentioned, maybe 15 or 20,000 different scenarios of what is the absolute best time for you in your individual situation or your family's unique situation to maximize your social security income. Uh, and so that's very important to point out because again, once you trigger your social security income, just like a pension income, you can't change it for all intents and purposes. You can't go back. And if you find out six months or a year or two later that that wasn't the best decision for you, and maybe you shortchanged yourself or your family in some retirement income, it's really too late. So you want to make sure you do it right the first time. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. you really, yeah. Once you file, uh, unless, you know, within a few months you can, you, there's a way to undo, but very, it's, it's very limited opportunity, Tony. You're right. Yeah. It's very complicated. So really once you file, you're locked in yep. forever. And so if you're listening out there and you haven't yet filed for social security, even if it's a few years down the road, or, uh, maybe you're thinking next year, or if you've just recently filed, you need to go in, work with a financial services professional. Jason, they need to go talk to you, give you a call, and get that Social Security maximization report run. Uh, there's no cost or obligation, and it tells you exactly what your sweet spot is, uh, gives uh, spousal uh, strategies mm-hmm. for filing, and really covers everything for you and your spouse regarding Social Security. So you know what you're doing because it can get complicated. And, you know, we've been talking about some of the myths out there. And, um, I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot of different, uh, myths out there. And then full retirement age is another one. For some reason, a lot of people think 65, because I think that was originally back when it started, Mm -hmm. uh, was the full retirement age, but talk about that. So that's another change. that's really good to point out, Tony, as we've already talked uh, earlier on the show that originally social security was when you received your social security benefit in retirement was originally never taxed. And then in the mid 80s, they decided they the IRS, the government decided they would start taxing up to 50 percent of our Social Security income. And mid 90s, that increased again up to 85 percent, as Tony and I mentioned. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners agree today uh, that probably is going to go up to 100 percent of our Social Security up to 100 percent could be taxed at some point in time. Uh, Those are some changes that have happened over the years, Tony. But as you just pointed out, it's also the ages that have changed Yeah, Uh, because you're right. When Social Security was first introduced, I do believe it was 65 years old was when you could access your Social Security. Well, now you can actually collect as early as 62. Uh, You can allow your benefit to grow to what is called FRA or full retirement age. And full retirement age is now based on our birth year. So there's some listeners today, maybe maybe it was 65, maybe it's 66 and three months or 66 and six months. And, and I think that's another change that very possibly could be coming to Social Security is maybe they again change the dates on which we could receive our Social Security paychecks. Sure. Uh, and so I think that's definitely something to point out for our listeners today. And your Social Security will grow all the way up in, under current law until age 70. Uh, at which point in time it starts growing internally. So for all of our listeners out there today, and and you and me, Tony, as well, if we haven't taken our Social Security by age 70, that's the time to do so. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good time. 
And so uh, I know that uh, Social Security, another myth is uh, that how much of my retirement uh, I can rely on Social Security for. Uh, that's a big myth. People have at least a misunderstanding. Uh, some people think, well, you know, maybe I'll save a little in 401k, but I'll have Social Security so I don't need to worry. But Social Security was never meant to fully cover our retirement and is in no way going to do that, right? Well, that's right, Tony. It's ultimately known as a supplemental income, and, and it was just meant to sure. supplement your retirement. Ultimately, the primary, primary source of retirement income from years ago was those those uh, unheard of now term of what's called a pension. Where we, <laughs> yeah, we just the don't... pension, you know what I like to say, uh, <laughs> Jason, is the pension has gone the way of the pension. That's absolutely right. <laughs> yep. No, it's and yep. they're gone. They're just they're just not yeah. as common anymore. So people that used to um, not put as much in their 401k, they felt very comfortable with the pension amount they might have had and Social Security. Well, now that Social Security's had so many changes, such as higher taxation, more of it being taxed, potentially ages changing on when we can and can't receive it and pensions going away, that really is laying a lot more of the burden for today's retirees, Tony, in your own personal savings and investments into your own 401k, uh, your own alternate investment plans. Because during retirement, if you don't have the pension you thought you were going to or any pension, and maybe more of your Social Security is going to be taxed than you thought it was, you're going to find yourself having to rely more and more on your own personal savings and investments. Sure into and through a, a happy, successful retirement, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, like you say, I mean, I think right now they say, you know, 30 to 40% max of your income, you know, in retirement will probably be social security. So where, where's the rest going to come from? That's right. Yep. You know, how, how much more are you going to need? And that's a big part of why you work with a financial services professional or retirement income planner like yourself is to figure that out and make the right decisions that's going to make sure you have enough money uh, to last as long as you do. Now, let's take another quick break, and then when we come back, uh, we can continue this discussion. Um, before the break, I want to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up a complimentary, there's no cost, no obligation consultation, and get a copy of the book uh, the first 10 callers will get the book. And if you set up that uh, consultation, you can get a plan going and there's no cost or obligation to that initial consultation. So give them a call, call Jason Kreiderman. Uh, and the number is 989-835-7203. Again, that's 989-835-7203. Or check out the website. A lot of great resources on the website including a show page, the radio show page, with links uh, to Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, and now Amazon and Audible also carry this podcast. You can go directly to one of those services and type in your financial and power hour or the name Kreiderman, and it will come up and you can subscribe. Uh, but again, give us a call, 989-835-7203, and we'll be right back with more of your financial and power hour and our host, Jason Kreiderman right after this. All right, and welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with Jason Kreiderman. Jason, great discussion today. We've been talking about social security myth versus reality. 
and uh, it's it's a fun one and uh, i think it's fun because it, social security is fun well yeah it's money <laughs> like, wait a minute it's i'm a, sure our listeners are really wondering what you just said there tony so wait a minute did tony <laughs> just say social security <laughs> and talking about this stuff is fun and and i got to i got to be honest and, and 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 you're right tony i mean talking about different strategies on how to maximize your income that's what's fun so yeah. uh you know Tony, you're absolutely right. Talking about taxes and Social Security, uh, how can we maximize your income and reduce or minimize your taxes as much as possible to provide you with with maximum income for as long as you live into and through an awesome retirement? That's what you're talking about, Tony. That, to me, is fun. Uh, That, to me, is very – I have a passion for doing what I do. I've been doing this for almost 20 years now. Uh, my, My dad and our staff and our team here, and it is truly a passion, Tony. And I get super excited about talking about Social Security and taxes. And people say, well, geez, that's like two of the most boring things I've ever heard of to talk about. <laughs> You're going to tell me you guys talk on a radio show about that stuff. And and I do because I want I like to bring life to that boring stuff and those, those sure. bad words of, oh, tax is a bad word. Well, if we really, if you work with a current trusted fiduciary advisor and, and someone that you know is truly by law looking out for your best interest, you can make topics like taxes and social security and pension. And you can make those things very exciting because you, you learn how to, I guess we'll call it tilt the odds in your favor to truly sure. empower you and empower your retirement to maximize your income into and through the most awesome retirement you never thought was possible. Well, yeah, and then to what makes it fun for me, and the reason I think so, talking Social Security is fun is number one, we're talking about how to maximize it and increase those yeah, benefits, absolutely, uh, which is always a good thing. But mailbox money is always good, no matter what it is. And I always talk about mailbox money, yep. and I want, I want, I want to get to the point where I just walk out to my mailbox and go, "Hello, check." You know what I mean? And uh, my grandfather um, is a farmer. And he's a hundred years old, but but going strong. Well, he actually turns a hundred and one this month. Well, good and for him. You tell my mentally happy sharp. Birthday. Yeah, I will. Mentally sharp, everything. But here's the deal: um, he gets mailbox money because uh, he leases his land to other farmers. Sure. He doesn't still farm it actively mm-hmm. the fields. So that just those rental checks come in. And then he allowed just a little spot of land, hardly takes up anything, a Verizon cell tower. Okay, yeah. They built that. Yeah. He gets 600 a month in the mail Isn't just for allowing them to use. And it's land that's next to the creek, that's next to a drive into the field. It it didn't eat up that much of the field, sure, you sure. know, so he's not really losing out on crops. Uh, so really he's out nothing. And it's just, it's $600 every single month. And that's what I call mailbox money. And that's what social security is. You want to be able to get to the point where you just walk out to the box and say, hello, check. And that's what having a good retirement income plan will do for you in retirement. Well, Tony, what um, you just kind of explained right there is I, I'm I'm just sitting here thinking the peace of mind that your grandpa must have knowing that every single month there's going to be money in that mailbox. There's that guaranteed, consistent, reliable yep. paycheck. And in the book that my dad and I just wrote last year and had published called Empower Your Retirement, plan for the best, prepare for the worst. The introduction says enough for a lifetime. That's what it's really all about, Tony, is helping people get into retirement and have the peace of mind that your that your family has with knowing there's paychecks coming in. Let's call it the first Tuesday of every month. And whether it's a pension, it's guaranteed maximized social security. 
It's your own personal private pension because you're, maybe your employers didn't provide you with one. But right. whatever you can do with your own personal savings and investments, pensions if you have them, and maximizing Social Security, hopefully is going to do for you exactly what Tony just explained for his family is provide peace of mind knowing that that mailbox money is going to be there consistently and reliably every single month into and through the rest of your life in an awesome retirement. There you go. And that's that's why you work with a financial services professional and have a retirement income plan and financial plan in place. And the best time to do that and start that planning is now, right? Oh, yeah, there's no better time than the present, Tony. We've had a, yeah. you know, I've been doing this for almost 20 years now, my team and I. And, and you know, we have a lot of families come in and maybe they're 50, 55 years old saying, gee, is it too early to start? And absolutely not. The answer is no, it's never too early. But on the flip side of that, that coin, Tony, you know, like we've been talking a lot on our show about Social Security, and I've had a lot of families or investors come in and say, well, that doesn't pertain to me. I'm already taking Social Security. I'm probably too old. It's probably too late. There's probably no opportunities for me. And and I, and I again, no, I think no matter how young or how old you are, there's always opportunities to become educated and empowered on how you might be able to do things different tomorrow than, than you were in the past. And yeah. will some opportunities be maybe reduced, minimized, or eliminated the older we get or even the younger we are? Sure. But it oh, never sure. hurts to get educated and empowered on how can you truly make better decisions tomorrow than than you did yesterday. And and that's an opportunity we love to share in our book, Tony, on the show today, on the podcast. Uh, at all the educational events that we do, usually 12 to 24 educational events per year. And it's exactly that, just simply empowering people to be able to make better decisions with their hard-earned money into and through an awesome retirement. Yeah. See, that's huge. And I just realized we do have to take one more quick break. But when we come back uh, to wrap the show up, I have one more Social Security uh, kind of a myth or misconception that I want to talk to you about, and that's the COLA. And I'm not talking about uh, the Cola Wars, you know, Coke versus Pepsi, (laughs) maybe RC. uh, But uh, The blind taste test, Tony. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, We'll talk about that when we come back. But a great show so far. I really appreciate it, Jason. And listeners, stay tuned. And again, before we go to break, give Jason a call, set up that complimentary consultation, and get that Social Security Maximization Report. That's 989 835-7203. Again, get your own social security maximization report and a consultation. There's no cost or obligation. 989-835-7203. We'll be right back with your financial empower hour and our host, Jason Kreiderman, after this. And welcome back to your financial empower hour. I'm here with the man with the plan, Jason Kreiderman and Jason a great show so far. Now, we're talking about Social Security. And before we go today, I had another one to ask you about because I think there's some confusion on this, sure. how it works, if it works. Uh, you briefly mentioned it, but uh, COLA, which is the cost of living adjustment. Uh, and that that took a big jump this year. But COLA isn't guaranteed, is it, each year? We're not guaranteed to get a cost of living adjustment with Social Security. No, that's right. I mean, it's your guarantee when you talk about cola. If you open a, a can of Coca-Cola, it'll taste like Coca-Cola. If you open a can <laughs> of Pepsi, it probably tastes like Pepsi-Cola. But when we talk cola with your Social Security income, you hit the nail right on the head, Tony. There's no guarantees with, with what cola stands for, cost of living adjustment. 
And historically, we've seen some years where COLA was zero, meaning the federal government did not give retirees a raise. And and that's essentially all COLA is. COLA is a raise in your paycheck, your Social Security paycheck. So in the years where maybe the government was struggling a little financially, didn't have extra money, there was maybe threat of the trust fund running out, uh, the COLA, cost of living adjustment or the raise, has definitely been a lot lower. Whereas, you're right, we did see coming into this year a pretty, especially in the in the recent years, a pretty healthy uh, cost of living adjustment to Social Security paychecks. But you're right, there's no guarantees, Tony, we'll ever see COLAs again or... And I'm pretty sure we will. It's just a matter of we don't know how many, we don't know when, and we definitely don't know how much. Yeah. Well, inflation's been low, and so uh, it's been low, but I I noticed that there are three times in the past 10 years that there was no cost of living adjustment at all. None. Zero. Yeah. Yep. Zero. And if we think about that, you know, that's a, it's a retirement paycheck, and boy, would we want you know, think about your working years. You were hoping to get a raise every year. And well, for yeah. three times in 10 years when you're in retirement and maybe, you know, a lot of people have went into retirement, Tony, thinking I'm going to get a cost of living adjustment every single year. I'm going to get a raise of two to three percent every single year. And if that hasn't been the case, as you mentioned, Tony, three times in 10 years, there's been no increase, no cost of living adjustment at all. Um, that's, that could be a very, uh, detrimental to somebody's retirement and especially compounded over years where you take away that income or that potential increase in income, uh, which again, forces a lot of retirees to either have a little bit less of a lifestyle, which I don't think anybody out there wants to do. So no. you end up going to your own portfolio and, and spending more of your own personal savings and investments when, when you really thought it was going to be your social security paychecks. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, that's the this year it was five point nine percent for twenty twenty two, which is uh, which is really important uh, and helpful. That's huge. That's huge. Uh, And and they say it goes along with inflation, but actual inflation, even those years they didn't have any cost of living adjustment. Prices of things went up. They sure we all know that prices. And so uh, when when the COLA doesn't keep up with actual inflation, what you're actually paying, you're paying more for health care, mm-hmm. you're paying more for groceries, and still it's less than 2% or none, uh, that's been tough the last 10, 20 years. Uh, really low cost of living adjustments, if any. Uh, and this is the biggest one, 5.9 since 1984, I think. Yeah, so, so maybe they're making up for lost time here, but um, I, <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. I think it has more to do with the current level of inflation um, and, and so I would just really encourage all of our listeners out there today, don't don't think that the government is going to give us this 5.9 uh, cost of living adjustment again or years and years in the future. As Tony just mentioned, uh, that's been the largest one since the mid-80s maybe. Uh, three times out of the last 10 years, we've had zero cost of living adjustment. So we've seen a pretty big one here, Tony, and yeah. I think we, we got to be happy we received it or those receiving Social Security have to be happy they've received it. Please don't get comfortable and confident that's going to happen every year. All right. Well, you know what? We're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. But I do want to tell listeners one more time really quick about your book and how they can get a copy and that Social Security Maximization Report. So, listeners, the book is Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. To get your copy, call 989-835-7203. That's 989-835-7203. Or uh, get us your information via the website, which is greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. 
Great Lakes Investment Advisors. That's ORS at the end there, dot com. And uh, also, you can uh, set up a complimentary consultation and get that Social Security Maximization Report run. So great show today, Jason. I really appreciate it. I think it was a good topic. And that does it for today's episode of Your Financial Empower Hour with our host, Jason Kreider. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Power Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisor. Call 989-848-1188 or visit them online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., EBA, Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group, Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Kreiderman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.